When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger. Who Knows Wins Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who Knows Wins Put your money where your mates are. Who knows wins in a league of their own? Hello, everybody. It's James, the Cricket Badger, IPL 2021 daily podcast. And blimey, we've seen a very, very strong performance from RCB today. They have absolutely bludgeoned Rajasthan Royals. Rajasthan Royals uh, struggling in this edition of the IPL, but RCB have made it four wins in four. They reached 181 for none to win today's game by 10 wickets with 21 balls remaining. And to join me to talk about all that, and probably to mention the name of Dev Duck Paddicle quite a few times during this uh, podcast, it's Nakul Pandey and Naman Shah. I'll start with you, Nakul. RCB, they've already laid down a little bit of a marker in this tournament by winning their first three, but that was a very strong performance today. That was brutal. Um, brutal and brilliant. 177 was probably short on this one day pitch, particularly with Rajasthan's bowling attack. The way RCB batted, they made it look 50 short. They were ruthless. They're out brilliant at the top of the innings, brilliant at the end. It's only that slight period in the middle when uh, Dubey, Parag and Tewatio were going well that they looked even remotely out of control. And then, as you rightly said, Dave, that particle was brilliant throughout the innings. Really, there was a slight maybe slowdown when he got to got into the 90s and, and Virat Kohli picked his moment beautifully to accelerate. And that was, in the end, real ruthlessness. I think that was what I was most impressed with from RCB, the, the ruthlessness. And the we've seen a few teams make heavy weather of, of minimal targets, but RCB twisted the knife when they got the chance. It's not often, Knuckle, that Virat Kohli plays beautifully for a 72 and he's the afterthought when you come to the uh, the post-match because Devdutt Paddicle, um, I mean, we saw last year, a lot of talk before last season about him being the one to watch. He, he was the top scorer for RCB, played beautifully last year, but obviously had the uh, little bit of 
of COVID problems at the start of this tournament, but he's shaken that off. And, you know, gone of the kind of 50s and, and, and getting out, he's seen it through today. But more than seen it through. I mean, this isn't uh, a case of, you know, cruising your way to 100, 101 or 52 balls for Dave that particle. He was majestic today. He's always, um, since we first seen him, uh, and since he's first made a name for himself in domestic cricket, he's always had this authority at the crease. He looks like he has so much time. He has this big, tall backlift, a big, high backlift. There's very easy swing of the bat. He looks, uh, he has slightly better range of stroke in many ways, but he he reminds one of, sort of Yuvraj Singh in, the, in terms of the authority he has at the crease. He has all of the shots of a modern T20 player and can play them all with that with that effortlessness and that apparent effortlessness and that that easy authority and he he's coming off an unbelievable domestic season in the in the Vijay Hazare trophy and really it seems that only that covid scare at the start of the season has slowed him down there was no way you could bowl to him today it was an absolute joy to watch and Kohli didn't have to do much more than follow along in the in the slipstream Naman bring you in here I mean I was looking at Dev Dutpadikal's uh, stats um, during that innings and um, forget his first class he's not played that many first class games and he averages 34 in that but list A matches 20 matches, 1,387 runs at an average of 86.68, a strike rate of just shy of 90. T20 matches, this was before today, 1,307 runs, high score of 122 not out, average of 42.16, strike rate of 143.31. As today's century, this is a 20-year-old that the world needs to uh, be paying serious attention to, isn't it? Yes, and uh, apart from the stats, uh, James, to be honest, uh, look at his temperament. He's not just wasting his wicket, he's valuing himself over there and he's looking to play all 20 overs. He's trying to stay over there and he is playing proper cricketing shots whether he's going for sixes and fours. Like, just like Virat Kohli, the, he is not uh, wasting his wicket. Like uh, since it is 2020, let's go for the slogs. In first six overs also, he's playing proper cricket shots which I am expecting the same from Sanju Samson and the likes of Shivam, uh, Dube, Parag. They had a great opportunity and like they are now three to four years old uh, in this IPL and uh, these are the opportunities which they need to grab uh, each such youngsters because this is the time when they'll get noticed. Uh, you won't uh, get Butlers and Samsons fail again and again. Someday, someday, or, someday or the other, they are going to score enough. So this was the time they had to come back to the party and uh, prove themselves that they belong here. But uh, overall, uh, particularly showing again and again that uh, I feel that uh, he is the best domestic batsman currently and we'll soon see him in the blue colour uh, playing for the country. They could do worse, couldn't they? I mean, there's obviously a lot of competition for the Indian places, but Dev Dutpadikal is certainly making a name for himself. I was listening to Virat Kohli, Naman, after the game, and they were talking about his innings and how he, he found timing a bit better as it went through. But Dev Dutpadikal, there was a time, wasn't there, towards the end with about 30 runs needed and Padikal still needing maybe 16, 17 to get his 100. Virat Kohli was saying they had a chat about it and Padikal said, yeah, just finish it off, skipper. Don't worry about me kind of thing. And Virat Kohli said to him, no, you're getting your 100. And he played for him, didn't he? And he was getting the singles, getting Dev Pedicle back on strike and making sure he got to three figures. Yeah, this is where the stature of the player counts. Uh, how at the age of 20, this thought coming in, uh, not getting excited too much about 100. Uh, this shows that uh, him playing alongside ABD, likes of Maxwell and now Virat Kohli, he is learning from them. It's not just uh, coming in, uh, getting this franchisee and just uh, getting into the books of highest run scorer. It's about the thought process and uh, this is what Sunil Gavaskar always speaks about because uh, every player playing for every 
every any franchisee or any country are good players they have enough talent but it's all about temperament when you hit uh, when you play for the country so i feel he's in the right mindset right now and uh, kohli likes of kohli and abds are letting him play his natural innings and he's doing his best way and he's showing right now how good player he is and the best thing what i like about him is he plays all over the ground it's not just one dimensional cricket over there blackratcricket.co.uk You've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets. Well, let Black Rat Cricket kit you out and take you towards success. blackratcricket.co.uk They've got a swanky new website and if you quote Badger when you check out, you can get yourself 15% off. blackratcricket.co.uk Join the infestation. Nakul, we had a brief conversation on WhatsApp this afternoon when Padical was batting and you mentioned the fact that RCB picked him up for base price. Obviously, the major auction coming up um, after this uh, tournament. He's going to be on well, he's going to have, uh, he's going to write his own check, isn't he, when it comes to that, because everybody's going to want him. And RCB, I'm sure, will be looking to retain him. Indian colours just around the corner. This young man's life is going to change beyond recognition in the next three years. I mean, he's in a pretty long and very talented queue in terms of top order batters in, in white ball cricket. I mean, let's not forget Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul from Shikha Dhawan have those uh, have those slots at the moment, and they're not going to give them up easily. And then you've got Shubman Gill and Prithvi Shaw uh, as well, and Mahankar Kaval still knocking around. There's a lot of lot of talent in in there and Padika is another season another season and some good India A form as well. But uh, if he if he bats with the kind of authority that he showed today and the the calmness and that ability to uh, to execute whichever skill he's trying to to execute, uh, he will be he will not be too far away. Unbelievably. In the 2018 uh, Under-19 World Cup, he didn't even make the squad. Um, I think with, I think that was the year that Prithvi Shaw and Shubman Gill opened for for India in that in that tournament. Uh, he missed out of the, he missed out of the squad, um, but he has he has been absolutely magnificent in today, um, backing up. Uh, a superb tournament last year and uh, whether or not he he gets to play for India's senior team in the next two years three years maybe he has to wait till he's 25 or whatever but he's got a job to do and he's got uh, he's got games to win for or RCB he's got games to win for Karnataka um, certainly looking ahead at the next year's auction Dave that particle will be high on the list of players that RCB want to retain or at least going with the right to match um, and and Dave that particle is is about to well put it this way I think Mrs. particle is about to have a much larger kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and a patio Big shed as well. When we talk about base price, just so people know what we're talking about, and so and I do in English money. Um, now, man, you can come into this as well. What what is base price in terms of income? So it's twenty lakh, twenty lakh rupees, which is about twenty thousand pounds, so just under thirty thousand US dollars. So it, it, it's you know, it's a decent sum of money, but it's not life changing, even in India. So it's uh, majorly for the the players who do not who have not yet represented for the country. For the domestic players, it starts from uh, that base price. Even for Marco Jensen, since he is not represented for South Africa, his uh, auction started from that value itself. If he went under the hammer in the next auction, Naman, you're talking about several serious numbers of crore, aren't you? Rather than lack. Yes, 100% because we saw right now the value what Shahrukh Khan and Azruddin uh, they got. Uh, they went up to crores, uh, which is like uh, and from this base price itself. So I am quite sure if he hits uh, the auction and uh, as Nakul mentioned, uh, for sure, uh, right to match card is going to be applied there. Uh, but yes, he is not going to 
earn a lot uh, in the next edition for sure. Just looking at um, Rajasthan Royals knuckle, they struggled today, didn't they? Yeah, there's no getting around it. They they found themselves at 43 for four when Sanju Sampson was out at the start of the eighth over. I mean, it's a good batting pitch today. Virat Kohli was saying such afterwards that he found it quite easy out there today, but Rajasthan Royals certainly didn't. It doesn't help when the likes of Joss Butler misses a straight one off Mohamed Siraj. David Miller gets an absolute beauty from Mohamed Siraj. Siraj bowled really nicely. I mean, in a way, Rajasthan Royals did quite well to recover to 177 for nine, but it never, to me, looked enough. No, I mean, it looked sort of 15 or 20 runs short at the time, um, this this being the Wanka day. And particularly with Rajasthan's attack, you know, Chetan Sakaria is a good bowler. Uh, Mustafi Zur is a, is a tidy bowler. Chris Morris will have better days than he had today, but there's no, you know, they don't have Jofra Archer. They don't have a standout bowler. They don't have someone, you know, we've seen Mumbai Indians defend low totals, but they have Bumrah, they have Bolt, they have Rahul Chahed. Uh, they have, you know, their sixth bowler ends up being Kyron Pollard, who's played more T20 cricket than anyone else in the world ever and, and knows exactly uh, what he's doing. Rajasthan don't have that. They, they're in a position where they need massive scores, particularly on good wickets like this. And it puts a huge amount of pressure. We're seeing yet again that they need two Joss Butler. They need him at the top of the order and they need him in the middle in case the one at the top um, you know, gets a good ball or misjudges a uh, misjudges his line. I thought it was a really smart bit of bowling by Siraj Butler backing away to leg. Uh, Siraj followed him and and took out took out leg stump. I mean, it's been slightly it's kind of similar to how India bowled him, particularly Shadul Thakur in the in the one day series. Um, Butler's obviously a world class player and he'll he'll adjust to it. But there's a huge amount of onus on him and on Samson and a few of the other players. Uh, I agree with no one. You know, those two will fire again at some point in the tournament. We've already seen it from Samson and a bit from Miller, but it really does seem like they're they're struggling. They don't have Ben Stokes. They don't have Liam Livingston. Who knows whether Joffrey Archer is going to be able to play any point in the tournament. He's still in England and with the quarantine regulations with the COVID situation in India. Who knows? And it may be too late by then, uh, to be honest. I don't really know where Rajasthan go from here. They look light in the batting and the bowling. Yeah, I heard somebody saying today that Kumasangakara, who's obviously taking charge of Rajasthan Royals, he's, he's trying to instill in them that they you know enjoy your cricket and be bright and smiley and let's, let's have some fun. But difficult to do that when you're getting hammered. Um, so he's going to take some putting back together and Sanju Samson after the game was saying that they need to go away and regroup and try and come back stronger but again equally difficult to do Naman I was looking at your Twitter feed and you were raving about Mohamed Siraj when he was bowling today he was he was terrific wasn't he? Yes very much and he has improved a lot playing alongside Bumrah after playing so many test matches his confidence is showing right now because he had gone for plenty it was around about 12 to 10 to 12 runs in an over in the last IPL because I never saw him bowl such Yorker delivery especially with the new ball you saw that ball bowl to Miller over there so I feel he has improved a lot and I wouldn't be surprised he even gets include, included in the T20 squad for the World Cup because he is just bowling superbly with the new ball and uh, if we go with the stats uh, out of the, all the 16 overs till now in the 4 matches he has bowled more than 50 dot balls that is half of the overs uh, that is some stat for a bowler to be uh, for it to be in the T20 matches and bowling with such uh, brutality I feel uh, he is just getting better and better and uh, amazing. I feel uh, playing the red ball cricket is helping him uh, what he is doing right now in the white ball cricket. Varak Kohli, the first man to 6,000 IPL runs today. I said, you know, he's, he's uh, 72 or 47, was a bit of a sort of postscript to Devduck Paddicle, but that stat, 6,000 runs, he's leading the line. He's, he's the, the best IPL batsman that there, there has been. I keep saying, I mean, I, I'll get critical of him sometimes on Twitter because he's kind of little petulance and angriness that's in there. The little angry man that's inside Virat Kohli annoys the hell out of me sometimes, but I describe him as 85% legend, great, wonderful to watch. One of my favorite 
favourite players, 15% annoying, but 6,000 runs. Yeah, I mean, but to put that into context, obviously, he's played, he must have played every single IPL game. I think maybe he might have missed a couple with an injury. Um, he's ahead of Suresh Rhino, who, of course, missed last season uh, for personal reasons. Uh, you could probably make an argument that Chris Gale or A.B. de Villiers or someone, or maybe even Shane Watson, given the titles he's won, is ahead of him in terms of the greatest, in terms of impact. But, but certainly, Virat Kohli has, he's added bits to his game. He's not quite as orthodox as he was a few years ago. He has that ability to just click into third or fourth gear pretty much any point of the innings if he, get, if he gets going. Um, um, and he, in that middle period, sort of between the sort of halfway mark and and until they sort of realised actually Padikal didn't have enough runs left to get to his hundred, um, he was absolutely brilliant. Uh, at the end, just a nice little illustration of this. After ten overs, Dave Padikal was on eighty, Virat Kohli was on twenty six. At the end of the fifteenth over. Dave that particle was 91 Virat Kohli was on 69 <laughs> yeah. um, it was it was ridiculous the way he sort of snuck up on the outside rail there you know took down Shreyas Gopal who's had a lot of success against him in the IPL thus far took down Chris Morris uh, who I felt kind of sorry for really today that you know the inside out over cover and over mid wicket uh, and, and those cut shots uh, he he has that extra gear and just let's hope we get to see a bit more of Virat and AB batting together at some point this this season although with the way that Padikal and Maxwell have, uh, have started the season that might not actually uh, that might not actually happen. Um, and that's the other thing about RCB. You talk about uh, Rajasthan Royals not having anywhere to go. RCB have, they didn't use Maxwell today with bat or ball. Didn't use AB de Villiers today. I thought Maxwell was quite funny at the uh, the post game. He said, this is my favourite game to watch. Yeah. Fielded about three balls, didn't bat or bowl. But they've got in the they've got in the sheds, you know, Rajat Patidar is a, is a good player. Mohamed Azradin is a good player. Finn Allen is a very uh, exciting player. And then in the bowlers, Daniel Sams. Adam Zampa's a very good bowler. Dan Christian, who's been there everywhere. Been there, got every single t-shirt in the world in all sorts of colours. There's a real strength to RCB and a strength of kind of depth. And they did, I, I thought they would struggle a bit in, in Chennai at the start of the tournament. They didn't. Now they're in Mumbai, which suits them really well, uh, I think. Let's just have a look at their, the rest of their fixtures. And they've got, uh, what is that, their second game, I think that was in, in Mumbai? Yeah. No, that was their first in Mumbai. They've had three okay. in Chennai, then that one in Mumbai. Right, they've got one more, then four games in Ahmedabad, and five in Calcutta, which are all quick wickets. So they've got the firepower to put on 200. They can chase down almost anything. And they've got uh, a bowling attack that is well suited to, to most conditions, even if none of them necessarily standouts. And no one's exactly right. Uh, uh, Massively right. That 50 dot balls in four games is unbelievable from Ahmed Siraj. And he's going at over, just over six and over, considering that he's only once... In fact, he's never gone under eight and a half and over in a season uh, before that. Really, the only RCB player you can say is out of form is Yusvendor Dachehel, which is a hell of a place to be after four games. I know. It's, uh, the marker has been laid down, hasn't it? And, and, and thumped into the ground today. And there will be a lot of um, other teams, including Mumbai Indians, who are obviously the defending champions, looking at RCB thinking, it's actually the real deal this time and they can only get better. Now, man, and, and in, going back to the Virat Kohli point there, is he the best IPL batsman of all time? Or is uh, who would you put above him if not? I'll be always putting uh, Rohit Sharma about uh, Kohli, but uh, yes, both are uh, equal for me, to be honest, and both are fantastic to uh, watch. And uh, Kohli has promoted uh, right now himself, uh, opening the innings. Uh, earlier, this was not the case, uh, only from for few matches, but uh, overall, uh, he has just been fantastic, and he has been, uh, for this uh, franchise, he has 
has played with Kumb- likes of Kumbles, uh, Chandrapal, Mizbahullahak. He has seen every generation over there and uh, he is doing it for a single franchisee and uh, scoring this many runs is not at all an easy job and uh, overall uh, just a fantastic player to watch. Yeah, plenty of danger signs for the rest of the tournament. Virat Kohli coming into form, Dev Panikal and just getting better and better and better as a 20-year-old and plenty more tricks to play, I think, for RCB as we go forward in this tournament. It's going to be very interesting to see how they can go forward and uh, if they can pick up their first title. They're four from four at the top of the table. Two points ahead of CSK are in second. Delhi Capitals are in third on the same as uh, CSK on six points. We've got Mumbai Indians mid-table now on four from four. And then Sunrisers Hyderabad, Kolkata Knight Riders, Punjab Kings and Rajasthan Royals on two points, bringing up the rear in this tournament. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Download the app now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Thanks to Who Knows Wins for their support of these podcasts. Play along with us. You can join the Cricket Badger League. There's other leagues on there. There's football. There's, there's all kinds of things on there. You make your predictions. You sit back and hope they come true. And if they do come true, you can win some prizes and some uh, some money at the end of the week. So have a look. Who Knows Wins. Download it on whatever app platform you use. Who Knows Wins. Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000. And there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league. Let's have a look ahead to tomorrow's game then, gents. Punjab Kings against the Mumbai Indians. Uh, tomorrow then Mumbai Indians who find themselves in fourth four from four and notoriously slow starters and, and kind of getting a little bit into the groove bowling attack very tight against the Punjab Kings side who we talked about yesterday with Claire who are really struggling in this tournament seventh place now only gone above Rajasthan Royals because Rajasthan Royals have had their net run rate pummeled by RCB today uh, and Nakul it's going to be a tough one for Punjab Kings that isn't it they're such a weird team they were hopeless with the bat yesterday and the game before but in between got nearly 200 yeah uh, they are they're a bizarre team they're a weirdly constructed outfit i mean yesterday they dropped both of the overseas fast bowls that they bought in at great expense the sunrises were excellent yesterday with the ball uh but punjab i really didn't see what they were trying to do they have that power pack top four which has to score all of their runs and they all went at well under a runner ball yesterday oh well nicholas Puran went at infinity runs per ball because he got run out without facing a ball but the slight upside i suppose is that if you look at you know players you would expect nicholas Puran to perform at some point you would expect uh, a bit more from Mayank Agarwal. Kael Rahul has been intermittently good. I think Punjab have got to bring Ravi Bishnoi into their lineup, the leg spinner. Um, they need a, a genuinely good spinner. But I just don't know where they go with their bowling, to be honest. That, that middle order, there's a lot. Uh, been so much has rest, been resting on Deepak Hooda and Shahrukh Khan this, this season. And while you want performances from your Indian middle order players, they can't be leading your team. Mumbai, I think, just looked too strong for them. Daniel said something very, um, very simple, but very true yesterday on the podcast, where... You know, you look down any of the any of the teams, the squads in in the IPL knuckle, and they've all got star names. They've all got some really good players there. So you can you can make kind of cases for anybody, can't you, to win matches? And that's where you where you're getting to really with Punjab Kings. If they're Mayank Agarwal's, the Sherat Khan's fire on a particular day, they can get a total that they can defend and they can win a game. But generally speaking, they they look a little bit ramshackled, to be honest. And it looks to me in these early stages of this tournament that it's between the Punjab Kings and Rajasthan Royals for the wooden spoon. Uh, again, although. Oh, to be fair, it 
you know, the tournament was ridiculously tight last year, two points separating third and eighth, which actually, I mean, possibly plays into your point even more given the net run rate pummelings that Punjab have taken twice and Rajasthan today. As I say, Punjab Kings have a lot of upside in terms of, you know, they have a player like Nicholas Puri who hasn't really fired yet and they put up some decent totals. I think if Mumbai bowl first yeah, tomorrow, it could be absolute carnage. How do you see this one now, man? Mumbai yet to really hit their straps, but they just look too strong for Punjab Kings to me. Do you agree? On papers, yes, but to be honest, James, even Mumbai has not performed over to their uh, capability right now uh, because their middle order has been horrendous, especially the likes of uh, both the Pandya brothers and always you cannot expect the likes of Bumras and Bolts to perform every time. You saw the other day, uh, this time they were not able to defend uh, the lowest total. They try, they did it once but they, those matches also ended up uh, till the last ball. So I feel this is the game where you will see a brutal Punjab and the, where the uh, likes of Gales and Puranja are going to come into party and this is not surely going to be a one-sided match. For Mumbai Indians uh, Decog is not performing and also uh, the middle order. So I feel over here quite an if uh, Punjab comes with a good uh, playing 11 like as uh, Nakul mentioned they need uh, Bishnoi and uh, to be honest uh, somehow or the other they need to get in Malan over there uh, they need his services he's right now the best batsman T20 batsman over there uh, yes Gail is there but uh, I feel they need to Gail would have been brutal on the likes of uh, pitches which we had in Bankade but not on such turning because you saw what Rashid Khan did over there it was a simple leg spinner but Gail failed to, uh, failed to pick him up so I feel Malan is going to be the right batsman to give the, that balance they need in the middle over because uh, Rahul is taking as always a lot of deliveries when he's opening the match and Gail is following his footsteps so they need a gear change over there because uh, Puran is completely getting unused he, three ducks uh, in the four matches so I don't think so he is still now being used at his best so overall I feel Malan and Bishnoi needs to be coming in tomorrow but I am still uh, not uh, gunning for Mumbai tomorrow it's going to be even 50-50 for me even 51% I'm going for Punjab tomorrow Oh, go for Punjab going for Punjab both of you said exactly what I think as well that Ravi Bishnoi I was really impressed with him last season and disappointed to be honest I've not seen him yet and I can't understand why a team that has somebody at their, at, like him at their disposal hasn't used him just yet so we'll see how they uh, treat him as we go forward in this tournament you're going to go with Mumbai though Knuckle yeah I am and actually the, I think the fact that the middle order has been that we haven't seen much with Har- from Hardik Pandey with the bat and only intermittently from Karen Pollard um, I think that actually makes me even more go towards Mumbai because they're they're staying competitive without some of their big names performing. Um, 131 against Delhi Capitals is probably never going to be enough, uh, even if you did have Bolt and Boomerah uh, in your attack. But if you look at the uh, you look at the bowling lineup they uh, they've got, I think it's just too strong for for Punjab. Actually, probably even more so. You vote Mumbai, I vote Mumbai, and uh, Naman is kind of split, but just maybe shading it towards the Punjab Kings. We'll look forward to that one tomorrow. And of course, we'll be back with you after that game to talk about all of that and all things IPL. 2021 but today goes down as Dev.Paddicle Day just renamed 22nd of April Dev.Paddicle Day it was a joy to watch him score his first IPL century today plenty more to come from that young man as we go through not just this edition of the IPL but uh, probably the next decade or so ahead of us and it's going to be exciting to see how RCB continue their procession so far of victories in this competition my thanks to Knuckle and to Naman for joining me on today's podcast I've been James the Cricket Badger and of course I'll see you again tomorrow Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger.
Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at cricket underscore badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.